Welcome to Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. We are your hosts today, TJ and Raj. Hey there. Zach had a uh, surprise cloping. Maybe not a surprise. It's more often than not. You jerk him around and doing that stuff. Got absolutely smothered by my team in our home league in the championship. I set a single week record for points. There's just, <laughs> I felt bad at the end of it. Like I'm just nonstop scoring points. I got forsberg i got uh, fiala kucherov i'm just laying it on and it's it's tough this is the week 27 preview it's our last episode before we go on a break we usually take like you know six weeks off watch the playoffs come back strong with a year in review and then we go straight into the dynasty series so look forward to that Uh, but we're going to take may off so we'll be back at you in june with those two series you guys can find us on Twitter at FHF Hockey. You can find us in the Fantasy Hockey Discord going all off-season long. And I wanted to give a special shout-out to our winners of the Listener Leagues. Raj, you took two of them home, but Ooh. we had guys like Hook and Scramble, Abs for Life, Allen, uh, Golden, Matt EC took the other leagues. I didn't, didn't get any this year. Definitely went the quantity over quality route, which I'm not going to let happen again. But uh, at least, Raj, you took two of them home. That's sweet. Yeah, man, that was good. I was just looking at actually, you know, on Yahoo, you can go and see your your total team for the season and who played how many games and all the guys you picked up and dropped and all that. A huge, huge reason why I won the points league. I got Forsberg off the wire in November. That's absurd. Absurd. I'm disappointed absurd. in whoever's in that league. So <laughs> that that helped a lot as a streamer pickup yeah that was good and i got lucky on a couple guys but all in all it was a pretty good pretty good year so getting into news and notes if you guys are still playing this week i want you to consider next year not playing this week do not play the last week of the season and it's because you're going to see a lot of people getting rest this week ovechkin got hurt tonight Huberdo got a misconduct, but he went off the ice, and that got some people scared. But any little injury this week with three, maybe two, uh, there's no teams with four games this week. They're, they're just going to shut these guys down. Yeah. And I'm I'm surprised Malkin hasn't you know taken his rest yet. There's <laughs> other guys out there. Like I think Soros is probably going to get benched through this week. Like especially if they clinch tonight, I think they will. But yeah, this this week is really tough. Like if you're in a roto league, you and me, Raj, we were talking about this before we went on. You got to go. You got to count all the games. So it makes sense. But if you're in a year-long redraft, that type of thing, this week is just such a crapshoot. So next year, think about the pain that you might feel this week, which I, I think is coming. I think a lot of people are going to get sat, a lot of big stars. And that's not how you want to judge the champion of your league. You know, you want to get the full picture. So usually we offset it by a week or two into the season. So we like dig in and that's when we end our fantasy. So just wanted to go out and say that one. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's like, it's your championship week if you're playing. 
if you're playing head to head, it's it's obviously the last week, and almost nothing to do with skill. It's just a, almost a hundred percent luck in that uh, next week here. Yeah, because I mean, and of players who are playing, like who who's got much point left to try, right? So you have just these weird, bizarre games that uh, definitely not the way to uh, to decide a champion. That's for sure. Yeah, that's. Um... And this week is especially weird. Like, there's no games on Saturday. There's that makeup game on Sunday between Winnipeg and Seattle. Really hard week to kind of, you know, digest as far as when you're looking at it from a streaming perspective. Is is what teams do I go for with this really strange? Like the the season was supposed to be over, what on Friday? You know, the Winnipeg snowstorm canceled that game, so they they rescheduled it for Sunday. So everybody's going to be going for that Sunday game. Monday has one game everybody's going to be going for that Monday game. So if you're not first to the waiver wire, you're screwed out of like the top options. Luckily there are some deeper options that you can go for, but you know, it's just a really weird week. All right, let's do the, uh, the injury. Zach, actually he's just popping on now. What's up, dude. Hi. Hey. Hey. So Zach's here. Zach's here, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Just got to the injuries. Go ahead. I'd love to hear them. So Thomas Shabbat is back, which is weird. Like I didn't hear a single thing about that. And then all of a sudden he's just like back in the lineup. Uh, Anti Rantas hurt again. Again, that's what he does. Uh, Peter Kokachev is in net, and they have no idea what they're doing with the backup. But Carolina's only got two games left. They might just give Peter both of them. Uh, Michael Bunting is going to be out rest of the season, or at least that's the way uh, I read it. He's going to miss some time. There's not much time left, so rest of the season. And this is good because it's going to give Toronto fans uh, something to point at when he doesn't <laughs> win the Calder. And I think that they'll they'll be able to at least to hang their hat on that. So damn, that's kind of mean. Just looking at the silver lining here, it's it's ciders, no matter what. But Toronto's going to be like, yeah, well, he got hurt the last week of the season, so of course he couldn't win it. <laughs> no, he he didn't deserve it. No. Anyway, uh, Darnell Nurse, Jesse Pujarvi did not travel to Columbus today on Sunday when we're recording. They're they're going to miss one more game, the both of them. It's a two game road trip. Neither of them went. Robin Leonard. He was done for the year, and then he wasn't, and then he was, and now he's backing up tonight in the game. So I don't know what's going on there. I, th- I think Thompson probably takes volume the rest of the way. They got three games left. Uh, Andrew Kopp is day-to-day. He's been held off the score sheet only twice as a New York Ranger. Carter Verhage's out. JGP is in COVID-19 protocol. Miko Rantanen is still, quote-unquote, sick. And Alex Ovechkin left today's game with an injury. He went into the uh, one of the boards pretty hard. That one could be tragic at the end of the season. Especially going into the real-life playoffs. You know, I'm thinking they'd probably just rest him. They'd probably just sit him down like, hey, man, that shoulder is going to carry us. Like, if, if we have any chance to win, it's going to be on that shoulder. So you sit that one-time machine gun down, get good, get well. Uh, week breakdown, we talked about Monday and Sunday having one game each. Saturday's got none. Tuesday's heavy at 13. Wednesday's got five. Thursday, nine. Friday, 15 games. Really, really heavy Wednesday, uh, Friday. It's supposed to be the the final day of the season. There are only 10 teams playing even one off night this week. And four of those 10 have two. So it's a very thin streaming week. I don't know how many ads you got left, um, how many you're doing through a week, but you got to hit those off nights. Winnipeg, Seattle, Philadelphia, and Chicago are the teams that have two off nights, one off night, that's Vegas, New York, Rangers, Montreal, LA, Dallas, and Arizona. Uh, Anybody that has one off night is only playing three games. That's the max this week, and LA only has two. So if you're looking for week-long holds, that's not somewhere I would go. 
let's dive into these teams that have two off nights. Who do you guys like the most? We got Philly and Chicago right at the top of the week. Do you guys want to start there? That game where we're streaming from? They're even they're like Monday Wednesday streams. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I like Philly the best. Me too. I think there's a there's a good amount of options there. Yeah, there's a lot of availability in Philly because of you know the season. But yeah, they're bad. But yeah, I mean, there's a couple Konechny. I I think there's a few guys on Philly who are probably going to try for the last week as well. Like I don't see them wanting to go out poorly after just having such a letdown of a season. I think that you'll see guys like Konechny and that try to try to put up a couple in the last few games here. So I I think he's my number one. You have Konechny now playing with Kevin Hayes, and I I know that Kevin Hayes is always going to shoot. He's going to shoot the damn puck. Like that's what he does. So he's getting, he's still getting, you know, three, four shots a game, a one, two shot game. It's an outlier. Yeah. If anybody's had a good season on the flyers, it's Kevin Hayes, like okay to good season. I'm not saying he had a good season, but he's like, while in the games that he has actually played. Yeah. yeah. Um, He has slowed down a little bit, but he's available like 90% of leagues. He's out there. Um, Best deployment. The team's got to offer line one power play one. Same for Konechny. Uh, TK is probably the hottest player on the team with five points in his last six. That's that's where we're looking for offense. JVR, five goals in his last 15 shots in the last six games. Line two, power play two, though. Do you like any defensemen here? I don't know, man. Like, you could go... There's a way for us to sell Travis Sanheim because he's the top power play QB, but we have the worst... Philly has the worst power play in the league. So I, I just don't know, like, how much of a selling point it is. He's got, uh, what's he got, five points? I mean, Sanheim's got two assists in the last six games. It looks like the the team has one power play goal in the last couple of weeks. So <laughs> it's, it's your best chance. It's your best chance. Yeah. Doesn't mean. You're really not going to Philly for, for power play action, unfortunately. No, and uh, Risto's out for the season, right? So your your perifs are, are out there. Uh, Scott Lawton's hidden. If you want something on Monday, I like uh, Jake McCabe on the other side for for bangs, man. Four percent, three hits, two blocks a game over the last two weeks for Jake McCabe in Chicago. He's got the same Monday, Wednesday. Any of the goalies, like if we had to bet on this Philly Chicago game, are you spot starting either Lankinen, Martin Jones, Felix Sandstrom, Colin Delia? The sandstorm. Um, I mean. Lankinen is definitely the number one on that list as far as I'm concerned. Number one, because I feel like Chicago should win that game. I, I think so, too. The fact they beat Pittsburgh today has me thinking Pittsburgh wanted to lose. Just like matchup juggling. Maybe they wanted Carolina. I don't know. Who's the top Philadelphia target right now? I think it's between Hayes and Konechny. For me, it's Hayes. I'll go Hayes. You go Konechny. Right now, I'm going Hayes. I think he is the best player on their team right He's now. He's getting the best time on ice out of the forwards, too. So a lot of time spent out there. On the other side of that game, Dylan Strom, Jake McCabe, like I'm talking about. And then and then it starts to get a little iffy. Like Taylor Radish is somebody we've brought up in the past, but he slowed down to pretty much a halt. Um, and Reese Johnson's you know, four hits a game over the last two weeks. He's 1% rostered. If you want to stack peripherals, it's him or McCabe, but Dylan Strom's probably got to lead that that procession. Jake McCabe versus 
Konechny or Hayes, who do you guys, or not Jake McCabe, uh, Dylan Strong versus the top Philly targets? What say you there? That's close. So a 25% Dylan Strom. I like it. it. The The whole thing is, for me, with Chicago, it's like Dylan Strom or bust. I don't know how far down that lineup I'm really interested in people. In fact, I'm, I'm really not. Dylan Strom is definitely the number one there. I don't know. I, I still have a thing. Uh, I still have a thing for for Hayes, but but I'm actually gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna squeak Strom in there. I think. I wish he was shooting more again. For the sole fact of I think that that line will produce because really at the end of the day I trust Pat- Patrick Kane and I trust Alex DeBrinket yeah more than I trust the Flyers top line. Yeah, whoever's on the Flyers top line, I think at that time. I think I'm with you. I like uh, Dylan Strom the best for Monday. I'll take him. Yeah, I and think 25% so. owns. I mean, that's 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 not too shabby. He's out there in 75% of leagues, so I mean that that seems like a a no brainer. But Kevin Hayes is a good a good possibility. Vegas, Chicago has Vegas on the Wednesday, and Vegas is doesn't even know who their goalie is. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, they are fighting fighting for their lives at this point, but I think, I think Chicago's got a better, slightly better schedule. I think Hellebuck's going to want to win at least one more game before, uh, before the end of the season here. Look at, uh, Eric Gustafsson too, on the top power play over there. It's not even Seth Jones at this point, which is, I mean, it's been happening for a while here and there, but still really why? I don't, I don't know. So Wednesday, Sunday is that Winnipeg, Seattle part all four of these teams we've been talking about, Philly, Chicago, Winnipeg, and Seattle, they all have two off nights. Uh, Beneers, Matty Beneers, up to 11% rostered, center only, finally broke his streak. Yes. He went in an NHL game without a point. It took him six games to get there, but uh, it, it happened. It had to happen at some point. And, of course, it's when That's overnight right. he goes to, like, fucking 11%. A lot of people jumped on this one. Beneers, Vince Dunn, Jared McCann. Rank these guys for points, even because Vince Dunn is not going to help you out anywhere else. You got to go, Jared McCann, Beignet, Matty Beignet, and then Vince Dunn at, at at the rearing up on the third line there, third spot. Raj, you, I, I take it you agree with me, Raj, right? I think that's the right answer. I think I agree a hundred percent. The only person I throw in is Larson is back to his peripheraling. So um, he's hitting and blocking a ton and he's actually shooting a bit right now. So Larson had been uh, really quiet for, for quite a long time, but he's back to doing his, his thing. So if you need that stuff, he's, he's an option as well. But yeah, uh, as far as those other guys go, I like that order. For I sure. might even have Vince done second here. I don't know. I, I mean, believe me, I, I'm not trying to pin my hopes on Matty Beignet, but like... He should. He should be. You, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm, I'm you know, totally riding my week on it, hey, but man, he's it's a the fun only pickup. game on Sunday. I think he has a decent chance to get It's the only game on Sunday. Not. He's getting ice time. So this motherfucker's getting like 18 minutes ice there time. There are going to be people out there that are hanging on Matty Beignet. If it's your finals on Sunday, yeah, you might <laughs> it might come down to you are praying that for would be Matty awesome. Beignet. That would be awesome. Couldn't 
Couldn't you imagine telling the story this time next year, guys? Yeah. Where you're like, last year, I picked up Matty Beignet on Put it last all on day, red. And he won me <laughs> a fucking championship. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that happened last last year with uh, with Kiro. Uh, Kiro, he, he got an assist or some <clears throat> shit. I won on like the last game of the night. It was crazy cool. But you didn't pick him up no, on yeah. the last day. He wasn't just a waiver yeah. wire pickup. He on was a the hold. Last day. Uh, Yanni yeah. Gord is doing things. Adam Lowry on the other side, and Paul Stasny. Um, all right, Paul Stasny enters the chat. How do we rank him against McCann? Veneers and Vince Dunn. Because I feel more comfortable putting my season in Paul Stasny's veteran hands. Like, yep. like there's some calluses yeah, there. And, and, and once again, it's all because, well, he's more trustworthy, but man, the, the guy's winning on almost every possible, you know, stat that you could outline except for points in the last six games. And he's not that far behind. But he's getting over 20 minutes time on ice. He shoots over three times a game. Paul Stastny, man. You yeah, know, you couldn't you couldn't possibly think you were going to bring up Paul Stastny's <laughs> name. I was going to yeah. jump all yeah, over. He's, it. he's points and I mean? shots right now, and <laughs> shots lead to points. So I'm buying in. Like, if I, if I like need a Hail Mary on Sunday, Stastny's at the top of my list. He's 19% rostered. You can get him now. Uh, Tuesday and Friday are heavy, but you can get him for that Wednesday. If, like, if... You only have one ad per week or whatever, uh, week locks, whatever you got going on. I got Stasny at the top of the list. Yeah, for sure. And with Shifley, Shifley out for the season, there's lots of uh, there's lots of time for him. Stasny versus Dylan Strom for a one week long hold. Dylan Strom. Yeah. Oh, one yeah. week long hold. All right. Hey, wait. The Seattle's got the <laughs> hey, extra game, but you're probably I not did, getting you know. Stasny in on Friday when there's 15 games. Yeah, mm-hmm. Philly and Seattle. That's a nice couple of games, I, I got to say, as opposed to Philly and Vegas, which which Strom's got. Yeah, if you get him in on that, on that Friday. On top of the fact that Stasny also plays on Sunday, it's that, it's that variable, that Sunday game. I think I'm still leaning Strom here just because over the course of the week, I think that Chicago has more on the line. They're a very good line. And I think that they have better matchups. Like Vegas isn't isn't that team anymore that we need to like, you know, avoid. I think I'd go Strom as well. Actually, I think it's really close, but I think Strom The other thing is it's always nice. I mean, ultimately it's games played overall, but it's nice to have those two off nights early in the week and then know what you're up against for the, for the end of the week. So I think I would go Strom as well. Yeah. And that's why Seattle enters the chat once more is because they're the only team this week that has four games. They're literally the only one. But that, that Friday game, I, I just don't see myself juggling a way to get Jared McCann in my lineup. You know, like, who am I taking out to get Jared McCann in there on Friday? You know what I mean? I got to play him. I got to play him. Got to put Jared McCann. I just, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I feel you. Friday is going to be so jam-packed that if you are looking for a pickup, it's better to look elsewhere on other days. And same thing, I guess, can be said for Paul Stasty. You got the Wednesday, the Sunday, 
that's two games. Like you might be able to get Tuesday in from a Seattle guy, but you know, 13 games, I think it was on, on Tuesday. That's even tough. Latter half of the week, but I'm not picking up a Paul Stasny right now. You know what I mean? So that he can sit on my bench for the next two days. Exactly. All right, Wednesday, if we uh if anybody out there has got spot starts, there's Vegas, there's Dallas, uh Montreal, Arizona, I think Vegas is in there, the New York Rangers and Montreal LA. Anybody from here that screams just, you know, one game spot start, I'll kick it off. I got Arvidsson. I like Arvidsson and uh Kempe if if he's available out in LA. Kempe 52, Arvidsson 34. I mean, fuck, Philip Deneau right now. Five goals in his last seven games. That's looking pretty good, too. Sean Dersey on and off. I think anybody that's touching power play one, Deneau, Kempe, that's that's kind of the only knock against Arvidsson. So I kind of I ran through L.A. here. What are you guys looking for a Wednesday spot start? It's the time of year you want to be able to say Frank Vetrano, especially being on a a good team like the Rangers, but man, he is not living up to the Frank Vitrano hype. You know what I mean? He really came out strong. He did like right out of the gate. He was, he was all over the place, but he hasn't been there lately. Um, you know, he's still going to give you a, a hit or two, but the shots seem really up and down and he's getting, you know, just a, a steady as she goes 15 minutes a game. You know, if he's really playing all on that top line for those 15 minutes, You'd have to think that something more is going to happen. So I don't know if he's really the look there. I mean, are you looking anywhere else? Are you looking at like maybe like a Lafreniere or something like that? Mm-mm. He did just have that highlight reel goal. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, Ryan Strom has been getting some minutes and some points. And with Cop going down for the probably the rest of the season, I guess. Um, I mean, he was playing all over the place and, and getting a lot of big minutes. So there's going to be a little more room in the in the top six. Maybe Frankie V does get a few more opportunities. But uh, I think if I was going Rangers, um, I'd probably go Strom or Vitrano. I just I can't I can't do Lafreniere. I just can't do it. He has been playing well, but. Back to that, are we? Yeah, yeah. His his beard is really pissing me off now. It's his goatees. That's cute. Oh yeah, it's gross. Uh, Wednesday, I'm looking at Braden McNabb as well. He's 14 percent rostered. He's he's banging. He's got no points, none, but uh, bangs. I'll stack bangs. Bangs are reliable. Points aren't. That's it. Let's uh let's talk about goalies, man. Who do we like? I think you know. There's maybe one or two. That could get us two starts. I think Logan Thompson might be one of them. I don't trust anything that's surrounding Robin Leonard right now. The news, whether or not he's going to play, any of it. I just I don't see it. They have a Tuesday, Wednesday back to back. We'll get a little more clarity as to what's going on with him. Like, you know, does he play in that back to back, or does Thompson get all three? Fuck. But I, I put my money down for Thompson getting two, just because of the uncertainty there. But man, are you just picking up fucking Logan Thompson just so you can get like the? the saves like what what are you gonna get because i don't think you're gonna get wins from logan thompson well, yeah and it's not that i don't totally trust logan thompson i mean he's okay and all but i said it before vegas is on a downward fucking spiral and it, it it's going quick that vegas dallas game is gonna be huge because I, I 
Yeah. I think whoever wins that gets in the playoffs. So it's it's going to be a really big game. And who do you like in that situation? Dallas. Who do I'll take you Dallas. like? Exactly. Yeah, I'll take Dallas, but like it, you know, if if you're hunting down starts, especially with this week, like I think you know, a lot of goalies are going to get rest. If you're if your scalped starts then okay. I think that's what's going to come down to because I like I think Soros is probably going to sit this week. He might play one game. I think Leonard's probably gonna, only going to get one game. I think we're going to see maybe Shesterkin take a break. Uh, you know. Yeah, I was going to say I think I like. Um, although the Rangers have two big games. I mean, they got Carolina and Washington, but right in the middle they got Montreal. So I think Georgiev against Montreal is a decent. A decent but why option. really are they big games? I just mean they're a good team. That's Interdivisional, all. Like, yeah. And, and and not necessarily big in that they care about winning at this point, but I mean, if if Carolina just decides to to test their offense, they could go off for five goals, or they could also just decide to coast that game. But but yeah, I like that, and I do like also. I like. I mean, Dallas uh, has Arizona. Yeah, looking at Wedgewood at that one. So probably Wedgewood, I guess. I, I'd be looking at those as my goalie starts, anyways. I like whoever gets Philly in Ottawa. Ottawa's going to play Philly. I'll take Forsberg. I'll take Gustafsson. Don't care. Gustafsson's got, you know, he's got, what, two games played. He's got a 944. Forsberg's got a 918 over his last five starts, three wins. Uh, Gustafsson's two for two. If you, that's even if you need a goalie add on that Friday, though. That's a, t- that's a tough call. I think a lot of these starting goalies are going to see some breaks. I think people are going to be scrambling. So I'm definitely earmarking this this game. Like I'll take Forsberg, I'll take Gustafsson. Both these goalies playing really well right now. Ottawa does their end of the year, you know, two middle fingers into the sunset type of thing, and (laughs) (laughs) they're just gonna go fucking ten and four down the stretch. Oh my god, it's so true every year. Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but LA has that back to back. It's all they have is is uh, Seattle, Vancouver. So whoever's got the Seattle game definitely would be a good option. I think uh, Riddich, taking a look at Riddich, like, you know, I think that game is neck and neck right now. It's 4-4 Montreal and uh, Minnesota. I think Nashville gets in. They could clinch tonight. And I think if they do, Soros starts to see the bench a little bit more. I don't know if it's like Vegas that holds their, their clinching, like what the clinch scenario is, but just a heads up. Like if they do clinch, I think Riddich gets two games this week. They're going to be tough games, but. You know, what Vegas has to suck and they clinch. Yeah, they're playing. They might clinch tonight. It's one-one versus the Sharks, so could it could really happen? Yeah, I think that's a good point overall. Is um, it's a little bit like it's a little bit back to COVID times during this week, where you're going to be wanting to make your moves pretty close to game time because you're not aren't going to be sure who's going to be starting. Probably. No, that's a great point because a lot of these, you know, these injury or late scratch, they're going to surprise you. So, uh, prayers to anybody in a weekly lock. That sucks. That's a a really, really tough call. Uh, I think New Jersey has a good schedule. They see Ottawa. They see Detroit. You could look at somebody like Hammond purely for starts. Those games could go any which way. So, I don't know. They are New Jersey, after all. (laughs) Uh, Spencer Knight's 62% rostered. Florida's got Ottawa and Montreal is part of a back-to-back Thursday, Friday. So if you can scoop Knight, I think that's a really good look. Why wouldn't you put Knight in for two games? 
this week. Why in the world wouldn't you? All the better. I mean, he's 62% rostered. If you can get two starts, like Bob's hasn't. Like if you're Florida, you know what yeah. I mean? Bob's did great for me this week. I don't know if you saw Zach, but I'm like, I'm pretty, I'm winning pretty good. Notice. <laughs> I got the most points ever. And I, I had my like least of the entire year. Did you have Matthews? And for two games, yeah. Uh, no, Matthews was game. out for like the entire fucking week. Yeah. Part of Rahegi was down. Connor Hellebuck was down. All my players that I had been riding into <laughs> glory just shut it shut it down for that for that week. Kevin Fiala said no. And and you know what I mean? Like, them's the breaks, man. That's fucking fantasy hockey for yep. you. Because like all in all, like I had like the 2022 dream team and I had the most points for like by like six hundred or something like that. Like Three three weeks worth of points, I had more than the next highest person, which was TJ. And they just laid an egg. They just laid an egg in the last uh, in the last week. So congrats, TJ. You won this year, but uh, but I'll be back. Does TJ have Fiala? I have Fiala. I have Kucherov. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it's it's just been noticing a slaughter. F- Fiala has 20 points in his last eight games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Fiala's been tearing it up this week. Yep. It was great. And all my guys that were tearing it up last week just stopped. Yeah, they did. Just stopped. Yep. Yeah, I got Pedersen. Oh, Pedersen's done pretty well. Forsberg, I got. Oh, yeah. Evander Kane, I got. Um, no Dobson, who's yeah, been Evander great. Yeah, Evander Kane just had a fucking hat trick. Beautiful. Uh, Sam Reinhardt's helping me out a lot. Um. Jordan Kiru finally showed up. I streamed Casey to Smith this week just because I knew that would just really, just really grind it in. Just twist the knife around once it's in there. <laughs> yep. That, yeah. I'm coming back like a fucking white walker, man. And you know what? Uh, Reinhardt hit 30 goals, hey? He did. Yes, he is. He is a 30 goal scorer. I'm happy about that. I like that. Well, guys, that's it for our final episode of the season. We, episode 300. Episode 300. How about it? So, you know, that's... <laughs> it's time for us. I mean, it's been a lot more. We were with Locked On. It's, it's been a lot yeah. more. <laughs> it's 300 for Five Hole. But, yeah, if we helped you out whatsoever, if you if you dug this show, just leave us a, a, a nice thank you in the form of a, a review. Should be rad. It'll be the last time I'll shill for that this year. But like I said, we're coming back in June. We're going to be talking, you know, year end surprises, busts, breakouts, you know, diving into all that stuff and, and getting right into the Dynasty series, which is always super exciting. We talk to some of the brightest minds out there about the prospects coming in, uh, prospects that might be breaking into the NHL next year, second year expectations, things like that. It's it's always a lot of fun getting a, getting a read on on that kind of stuff. So uh, exciting things coming in the offseason. I hope everybody did well or as much as you could have this year, but uh, we'll see you next year. Love yous. Love yous. Love you.